Talmor, Sheshin Mugachi. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a story glass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Damn it. Everything okay? Probably, but I'm not taking any chances. I'm gonna go check it out real quick. Do you need a hand? Um, nah, I got this. Back in a sec. Jackie Orania, personal log. We're closer to the base of the volcano than ever before. It's still cloudy, and I bet we're missing some incredible views, but something tells me we're going to be here for a while. Uh, That should hold for a while. Chip Heddleston, command... uh, (laughs) No, wow. Uh, Old habits, new titles. I don't know why I'm recording this. Jackie's so much better at it, but I guess it feels normal. Even though I'm not used to normal anymore, it's kind of nice. You take what you can get, I guess. With all that's happened and everything we've been through so far, sometimes it feels too much to take in. I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to take it all in. Terraformation altered the landscape differently out here. Toward the cliffs are growths of violet glades and darkened indigo groves, so these plants must retain water all winter. It looks like Mars will bloom again. I know it's been said that nothing can compare to the sight of Earth from orbit, but those people shouldn't discount how truly stunning a terraformed Mars can be. It never fails to take my worries away, even if only for a moment. What I worry about, though, well, it's the new normal. The new normal of nightmares. The new normal of only one person to talk to. The the new normal with Andy gone. I'm worried I'll get used to that. That I'll stop being worried about it. That it'll become my life and I'll be forced to move on. Or not. 
Jeez, everything was so much simpler when I only had to deal with mutinous military officials and getting chip box. That seems so long ago. So much earlier. I saw a group of these enormous trees covered in a pale, thistle-colored bark, all twisted together, spiraling upwards. As the wind blew, it shook bright little periwinkle flowers off the branches, the petals flying through the sky, moving in flourishes and swirls before being carried away, off toward the sun to places I'll probably never see. <laughs> huh. If every part of this planet is so vivid, we're gonna run out of words for different shades of purple. <laughs> Lavender. Oh, heliotrope. Oh, black raspberry. Gotta remember that one. What I gotta remember, though, is I've felt like this before. I've been to the point of death and back more than once. Still, the fear never goes away, despite everything I've been through. Despite all of beauty, I'm still feeling dread. Not like the common anxiety I'm used to dealing with. Something worse. Something more sinister. It's still beautiful, but familiar somehow. I don't know. I don't know. cliff rising on the horizon? Yeah, I do. That's the edge of Olympus Mons. Wow, we've come a long way. <laughs> we did. Like the width of an entire North America. Yeah, except there's a super volcano on the edge of the American prairie. Wild. Wild and beautiful. Johan's navlog says there's a power source somewhere in this area. If we're approaching from the southeast and the edge of Olympus Mons is still about 60 kilometers away... Did you make a map? Yeah, while you were sleeping. My dad always said to pack a paper map, so this is the next best thing. Oh, it's not that bad of a drawing, actually. Thanks. 
I had to draw some of it from memory, trying to match the bot's, <clears throat> uh, Johan's map as best I could. So that big crescent moonish rock over there should be the Sulci Gordi. It's Sulci Gordii. It means a sub-parallel grouping of ridges, like the gray matter of your brain. Gross. <laughs> this rock's named after the Gordius, though, a type of parasitic worm or eel all clustered together. Ugh, double gross. I think the name originates from the Gordian knot of legend, you know, with Alexander the Great. Better him than killer worms that eat our brains. <laughs> <laughs> we, we must be close. Hopefully there's something underneath all this snow. There's gotta be something here. Let's suit up and get out there. came from this spot. See anything? No, just more rocks, but it looks like there's some moss, maybe? I wonder how long it's been here. I think it's still alive, which means there should be water around here? Definitely another Aaron question. Maybe they were drilling for it or never planned to be here during terraformation. Yeah, maybe. Hey, you know, if our little buddy was a builder sent in advance, we might find a colony here. What about that hill over there? Might be something. I assume that outcropping would provide some protection from the elements on a windy, dusty Mars? Now that sounds like a way question. <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine Way seeing this place? Did she lose her damn mind? Yeah. <laughs> I wish she was here. I love it when she goes into hyper nerd mode. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's super cute. But I bet she's pretty pissed at me now. <sighs> I don't blame her though. I mean, she supported me before. We left, believed in me coming out here, and now that we found a giant rock carving, she can't even see it. I'm sorry, Jackie. <sighs> it's fine. How are you feeling? Nervous, but, you know, excited. Not tight? You were rubbing your neck again, and oh, I just... I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't know. Just wondering if you were feeling it again. No. But this place does feel... Special somehow. Whoa, watch your step, it's kind of slick. I got it. Oof. Are you alright? Yeah. <sighs> did you hear that? I did. What the heck? Is there a wall here? Oh shit, you're right. It's a flat surface. And there's another one going this way. I think we've got some walls, which means this was definitely a colony. Hey, I can break through the snow over here. It might be a doorway. It's pretty wide for a door. There's a panel here, I think. Too rusted to know for sure. Maybe this room was the colony's habitation. It sure is big enough. So, if... This is the doorway. I can kind of make out hallways. The rest of the colony must be that way. Let's check it out. I gotta say, walking down this hallway feels really weird to me. 
weirder than merely being assimilated by an AI. <laughs> Nothing will be as weird as that. <laughs> I only meant this place feels oddly familiar. Like, even without all the walls. I don't know, maybe this sunlight reflecting off the snow is messing with me. No, I'm with you. This is definitely creepy. And the glare does make it look like we're in some sort of washed out maze. wind again. Sounds like it's coming from behind that rise over there. Do you think it's gotta be the wind blowing through another one of those rock formations? You don't see any wormholes, do you? No. What about shadows? No, I don't. Good. This place might have been more of a research facility, <clears throat> probably with rotating crews. Oh, we're almost at that tall, skinny rock. Is that a rock or more of the colony? Because my, my HUD's showing it glowing hot. Mine too. Could it be the reactor? Those are usually buried underground, so <clears throat> I don't think so. Could be a vent, though. The wind sounds different somehow. More, well, on pitch, if that makes sense. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> This thing looks just like the instrument. If we can compare the size of these holes to the eroded rocks, we might find out when those carvings were originally made. Still, we definitely need Way's help. <clears throat> Careful! We don't usually hit things when excavating. Oh, right. I forgot you got your degree in archaeology after one dig. One more than you. <laughs> we'll be lucky to find anything substantial underneath all this snow, but sure, I'll I'll be more gentle. Here, I see something shiny. Let me help you dig it out. Well, it's definitely metal. Thanks for the confirmation. Is it hollow? I don't know. This is the weirdest building I've ever seen. Oh, look down there, a handle. I think there's a door here. It's a company logo? Oh, yeah. Must have had good branding, then. <laughs> Not if you don't remember what it is. <laughs> oh, door stuck. Help me push it. <laughs> so, uh, should we go inside? After you, Commander Heddleston. Ugh, damn it. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian-trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. The thing that I fought tooth and nail to bring my son into is Dungeons & Dragons. That is the ultimate solution to parenthood. 
I'm Alexis Ohanian. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. I talked to Rain Wilson. I wanted to learn more about Rain's advice to play D&D with your kids. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. What is this place? Doesn't seem like a reactor to me. Turn your lights on. The roof's caving in over there. I think there's a console over here. Let me see if it still has power. Cool. Uh, I'll check out the rubble. Oh, whoa. A lot of snow came in. Uh, see those lines running across the ground, buried under the snow? Yeah. Well, they look sort of like power lines, but thicker. Then what are all these lumps? Can't tell with everything snowed over. I gotta dig it out. I'm on it. <laughs> you know, we might get power to this thing after all. Oh, yeah? Is the console working? It did at some point, but these scorch marks on it here... Wow, that must have been a massive blowout. Maybe it's a water extractor, but why would it need that much power? Hmm. I wonder... How much did you know about the new investor that came to Sequoia? Mm, I know she fired all my friends before Juarez and Jeff changed nearly everything we were doing. I've never worked so hard to unfuck a situation just to accommodate some special projects. But what did you know about those special projects? Something to do with gravity and the fractal tech that powers Andy. Ah, tech bros love to keep their secrets. Tech people? Uh, I'm not that wrong. Not endorsing, but <clears throat> why, why do you ask? Well, it's just something Jeff said about the loop. They were going to power it by harnessing the energy from this planet. Harness it with what? Untested tech? Hammond would never fund a long shot like that. He supposedly funded this whole mission so I could look at some cave paintings. So yeah, I think he would. Yeah, but it's not like those paintings in Jeff's loop were connected. You weren't at the caves. When we saw the paintings, assuming it was a map of Mars, Jeff said that the lines followed the same trajectory as the loop leading to Olympus Mons. Think about how close we are to it, and that I kept feeling pulled here. If all of that and this structure, if they all have something to do with the sound tunnel... I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It's just a feeling, but... Oh, whatever's under here is frozen, but it feels like... Oh, oh God! What? It's a, it's a body. It's a Body? Body? These, these are all people. Or, or they were. The snow mummified them. Okay, well, that's a wrap for me. This place is way too creepy. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, are you okay? I'm fine. They look like they've been here for centuries. I really don't feel good about this. Hang on. These cables run from the console underground, and there's a kind of large panel over there... Maybe they were trying to get down there or something. Jackie, I I think it's time we went back to the buggy. No, look, look, there's a switch. Try the console again. <sighs> okay, but then let's go, yeah? Sure. This machine's still getting power somehow. I see a light down there. Hey, the screen's booting up now. 
What's it say? Chip. Chip, what's it say? Red. Red Venture? No, no. They made Red Venture, but she, she, she's gone, right? Yes. I, I killed her. You did. So what it is this place? It, it must be the ruins of Red Venture, the real one. But, but it can't be real. It was, it was a digital colony. Their launch was sabotaged. Faye still could have modeled her digital world on the plans for the real thing. Unless, uh, unless we're still inside her simulation. No, stop that. She knows all of us, and Sequoia... Listen, Chip, we're not. We can't be. You and Andy shut her down. You remember that? I, I, I killed her. Chip, look at me. This, this isn't right. I, I don't like this. I, I, I don't like feeling like we this. We can go. We can go. No, no, I can't. I can't. I can't live like this anymore, Jackie. The lying, the nightmares, the wind, all these bodies. It never Come on, Chip. Come on, Chip. No. Faye no. is gone. It's still not too much. It's okay. I'm gonna get you out of here. Come on. to go back inside there. I understand. We can't just ignore no, that... we can't ever go back to that place. How exactly are you so calm right now? <laughs> I'll freak out later, but it won't do us any good for me to lose my shit right now. Besides, you helped me enough when the buggy wasn't working and I was the one freaking out. Feels like ages ago, just like Red Venture. Oh, Jackie, I can't believe it's really here. I... Can. I know we've been to so many strange places, and I still don't know exactly where we are, but I believe this is reality. Oh, I hate reality. You're shaking. Did you take your meds? Yeah, I'm fine. Just exhausted. Then you should sleep. I'll take care of everything. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
red venture right now. The real one. Chip is still recovering from the shock of fantasy and reality colliding. I think he had it worse than most people when Faye, when she violated him. Well, we all know what it was like. She, both Faye and Kyla talked about the holograph being at Olympus Mons. I think this is it. Or something like it, because even though it overloaded, those power lines were leading somewhere down beneath the regolith. Mars Fall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Shannon Lovely as Jackie Orania and Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston. Written by Dan Lovely and Eric Saris. Directed by Dan Lovely. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer. Music composed and performed by Sam Bose Miller. All tracks assembled by Sam Bose Miller. Season 3, Part 1 wouldn't be possible without the amazing support of our biggest patrons. Murray M. Moss, Ruby Reagan, Masha Gervitz, Amy Saris, Darian Allen, Elliot, Don Miller, Chris Golden, and Amber. Special thank you to our incredible website and logo designer, Bonnie Harden, animation designer, Matt Isolda, and our medical consultant, Masha Gervitz. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus miniseries, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much, as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, as we love hearing from all of you, and please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed the first part of Season 3, and keep surviving. If you want a person dead, you call a hitman. If you want a monster dead, you call Lincoln Franks. But you better be able to pay the price he asks because Lincoln doesn't work for free. Pay to slay, bitches. Slay Season 2 is the current season of Scott Sigler Slices, a fiction podcast with dark tales hacked from the mind of a number one New York Times bestselling author. Slay is a foul-mouthed, monster-killing, drug-addled anti-hero story that's John Wick meets Buffy meets Breaking Bad. Slay Season 1 is complete and waiting for you in the feed, as is Scott's short story anthology, Blood is Red. Scott Sigler Slices is the world's longest-running fiction podcast, 19 years and counting, with new episodes dropping every Sunday. Get Scott Sigler Slices on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.